Hello, everyone, and welcome to The First Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And today we are going to bring you the winter 2023 fashion trends. Yeah, uh, this is probably my favorite time <laughs> fashion trends, but um, we are going to touch upon quite a variety of trends that are coming back or haven't really gone away. That was the theme of the last one. And really, it, it's the same going into winter. Yeah. All right. So everybody grab your pen, your paper, your notebooks, and we'll see you at the table. Um, I want to start the podcast by saying happy birthday to Jen. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Happy yes. birthday to you. Thank it was a good one. So it was a very good one. So um, I always love my birthday. So that's nice. Definitely this year was a big milestone one for me. So um, it was definitely interesting, but I was happy, happy about it, good. you know, and I got her, um, I finally got my first Chanel, which is mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm very scared of wearing it. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> very scared. It was funny. Ellie ended up seeing it and like, Ooh, so pretty. And she asked if oh. she could put her crackers in it. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, this bag, we don't put crackers in. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, honey, we don't put crackers in this bag, but you'll have this bag someday. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like a perfect, it's a perfect hand-me-down exactly. for your daughter. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Whenever so, you sent me that text of the picture, I was like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to, I had to send it to Daniela because I knew, I knew she would appreciate it. The, the, yes. the great thing is that he did get it secondhand, which I mm-hmm. love. Um, and it was a vintage style, which I love even more because I do yeah. like, I prefer vintage Chanel over the new Chanel Same. right now. Uh, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, either on the podcast or just between the two of us, you know, about <laughs> yeah. just the quality of Chanel and where it's at and where it's yeah. been. So uh, I'm really excited, but now I definitely have a, let's just say I've liked quite a few Gucci, Gucci heels <laughs> for Christmas now, <laughs> just in case. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> let's just keep it going. Let's just keep it going. But love but it. It's all, right. it's all good, but I've actually started um, listing more now, which has been really great. Listing okay. more of my own personal things. Some of um, LA's things that I know she's not going to wear anymore. Um, been selling a few things here and there, which is kind of exciting. So I'm trying to get myself to list at least, I, I told myself at least three things a week. Like, I think that's, that's fair. I think it's fair, you know, and that's it's like, more than me. So yeah, yeah like, cause I have so many things that I haven't, I haven't had the heart to get rid of because I know I can sell it, you know? And so, or I bought it. And I don't like, I don't like the fit on me, right. you know, but I know somebody else would. So I've just kind of slowly started digging into that. And so I'm really hoping that with that money, I can maybe buy myself those Gucci shoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, that's the fun thing of like, when you have those types of items and you're like not connected to reselling in the same way, like you were before. Yeah. Now you can just use that money as almost like, I don't want to say play money, but like, it's for you. Well, yeah, some fun money. And, um, you know, it, it's funny. I'm not as aggressive with my like counter offers either. I'm more like, yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. It's cash. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. I don't really care. It's one less thing in my house too, because mm-hmm. as we all know, the holiday season is coming up and you know, we get an influx of things that come in, yeah. especially for Ellie being, you know, um, only grandchild on my side and mm-hmm. oldest girl on 
uh, the other side. So she mm-hmm. gets a lot of fun things. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So winter trends. Um, yes. I like what the winter is going to look like. Um, I, I, I think always, I always like what the winter is going to look like. I don't like what the winter feels like, but yeah. I like the <laughs> But in terms of fashion, I feel like it's always going, it's kind of been going in the same direction this whole year. There isn't yeah. a whole lot of changes in terms of um, clothing. I think there's a lot more going on with like accessories and, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of like textures or color type things. So we're going to dive right into it. Uh, the first thing that we want to touch upon is that logos. Now this was really big. I'd say over the last year, I logos agree. were a big deal, but now coming up in the winter season, transitioning to 2024, you're not going to see them anymore. They it's are so gone. It's so funny that logos always come in waves. It's like the moment they're here, they're just bam in your face, but they mm-hmm. don't, it doesn't tend to last that long. The logo right. trend from what I've seen. I'm personally glad that it's gone. I don't like yeah. logos. I don't like you being a walking billboard for a company, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of glad that this is more the flashiness of it all, you know, is kind of dying down. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I Maybe it's just my personal style. There are definitely brands that do it well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There are some that do it, do it well, but um, I've definitely seen a big big decrease in in that um just I think it's interesting though Jen because I think it's like one or two things one maybe that means the Y2K movement is slowing down because Y2K is really a a phase it's not something that's sustainable to last for a long period of time right in terms of fashion um so it's that or it's that this minimalistic quiet luxuries had such an impact in the fashion world mm-hmm. that they are just pulling away completely because it just doesn't fit the vibe of everything else. I think what's tough too about like Y2K fashion is that like Y2K fashion, it really is, like you said, a phase in people's mm-hmm. lives. I think that you get tired of it. I think that a lot of the silhouettes and the cuts only look flattering on you for so long, <laughs> number one. <laughs> um, number two, I also think that it's just something that like you grow out of very quickly. Yeah. You know, I think it's fun when you're young. Um, but as you start to mature a little bit more, maybe like, you know, starting to get your first real job, you know, becoming a young professional or something, you just start thinking, well, you know what? I think I want to elevate my look a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and cause it is, it is more like high school to me, the Y2K fashion is very pop youth young mm-hmm. high school feel in fashion to me yeah. you know it's not really something that I feel like people like you and I or even you know women in their early 30s or late 20s are really going in full full force into it right um just because it it, it can lean a little more to the juvenile side yeah and I also think that winter just has a different feel to it I in fashion it feel yeah, and I think it's an easy way for fashion designers to transition to 2024 with starting to change over in winter so that mm-hmm. in spring they can they can really push on being more that minimalistic, not having logos, not so Y2K. So we'll have to see how this plays out in spring. Um, but for right now, logos 
not not a thing not so much no although this next trend though i will say it is definitely more y2k vibe however i've seen such a huge interpretation of it that it's very very different um not only have i seen it in more relaxed looks but in a more business (laughs) attire type of look and everything which is really interesting and that is the baggy jean or the baggy pant look yeah is very much back in and when we're talking baggy i'm not talking like wide leg you know yeah, what I mean? like, like not... wide leg pants you know what, you know what i'm talking right. about like like a work pant that's like a wide leg or something yeah like it's baggy all over <laughs> yeah and some brands have done this so well where like it fits nice i feel like abercrombie is a good brand to kind of mm-hmm. point out for this it fits nicely in the hip area right yeah. the hip the butt yeah but it still kind of comes out baggy there, but not to the point where you can't see definition in the woman's body, mm-hmm. but in the thigh and in the, and in the bottom part, the hem part, it, it's baggy. I mean, there's kind of no way around it. It's baggy, but I think brands have really found a way to tailor the baggy pant, which is so interesting to me because when I think a baggy, I think of like when we were younger and what those baggy pants look like mm-hmm. yeah and the thing with those baggy pants is that those were not winter friendly let's just put no, that no. If you lived anywhere where there was any moisture on the ground your jeans would pick all of that up and like by the time lunch came around like your calf was wet yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the bottom hemline was destroyed yes absolutely just all chewed up and everything but yeah, definitely. The baggy jean is, is something that I think is incredibly interesting. Like we are getting so far away from that tight, skinny jean look. I cannot tell you how many skinny jeans I see on Poshmark. I um, I should have filmed it yesterday and or on Tuesday. I ended up in one of a fancier area of San Diego to one of their Goodwills. And I found, I'm not joking, I found mother jeans I found trav jeans I found a goldie jeans like all these jeans but they were all super super skinny and they were also like size like 23 24 yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. but like they were all like super super skinny I I found a bunch of Madewell like nine inch high rise 10 inch high rise I would have been like but just gonna say how excited we would have been five years ago I would have I left all of them behind I left hey. every single one um, because I was just like, nope. I'm like, because even though I know it'll come back in style, right? Of course, I'm sure it will. Everything There's comes such back. such an influx of it everywhere. So it's like, I really, really want you guys to think when you're going out thrifting to really focus on baggier style pants and jeans mm-hmm. in general. Because unless it's a legging, like people are just not right. wearing skinny jeans anymore I don't even really wear them that much anymore because as much as I really like them and I know we talked about this for a really long time at this point now it's so far down the trend that I feel like when I wear it I feel very dated yeah I don't know if you feel that same way on something I am not a big jean person to begin with Mm -hmm. um but the jeans that I do have I don't I have haven't had skinnies in my closet in probably three years but I don't have wide leg. It's more of like a tapered straight leg, yep. which, so I just want to touch upon this before I move on to the next one. I think baggy jeans are going to be the it thing, but I still think that straight leg jeans, flare jeans and wide leg are still going to fit into the jean category. I just don't know 
how popular a straight, a regular straight leg will be when everything mm-hmm. is becoming so baggy. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. That'll be really mm-hmm. interesting to see. But something that we have not seen slow down, if anything, I've seen this ramping up is basics again. Oh my God. Minimalism. Minimalism is so, yeah. so big right now. And like, honestly, you just cannot get enough like of just like everybody with timeless silhouettes and classic wardrobes and the capsule wardrobes, minimalistic wardrobes and like pans and blacks and and grays and stripes and whatever, you know what I mean? Everything that's just like what you expect a minimalist classic wardrobe to be. It's like, that is what so many people want. Yeah. And it is crazy. So um, I would say with basics and minimalists, if you are a bins shopper, that is a place where if like you can find some basic tees that somebody just decided they didn't want them anymore and got rid of them, bundle them up. Like people are mm-hmm. looking for this kind of stuff. I know I definitely am. I've become this person where I'm like, I just kind of gotten away from so many prints now and it's just like I just need something that's like a good staple in my wardrobe that can go with a lot of different things and I'll wear it wear it wear it until I wear it out and then I replace it with another one yeah I think the best way to describe what basics are now are foundational pieces to your wardrobe it is the foundation to what you are going to create around that one piece so maybe it is a specific silk button up and now you're going to accessorize that silk button up based Mm -hmm. off of how it looks like it's very much about keeping the foundation simple and accessorizing you know where you see fit depending on what your personal style is and I think you're going to see this as like we move on it started in spring continued in summer definitely was prevalent in fall this isn't going anywhere this is going to be in spring and I think that you should um, not worry so much about brand too. Cause it's like, yeah, let's say you find like a really nice cashmere sweater that's in black and it's from Land's End or St. St. John's Bay or something. Right, for right, right. I would, I would look into possibly getting that because honestly, it's like people are not looking for brands there. They're looking for a silhouette and a style. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if like you have something that is nice, it's not necessarily like an it brand or whatever, that doesn't matter. There are people out there looking for those staples. Cause like I said, people are going through them and wearing them and wearing them. Oh, I need a new one. Oh, I'm tired of wearing the same black turtleneck sweater. I want a new one. Like I know mm-hmm. for myself, I do that a lot. And I buy a lot of things from brands that generally aren't like super trendy or popular. Like right. I've gotten super into Gap lately. Cause I Gap love Gap. Great minimalist pieces. Yep. And it's like, I buy a lot of that on Poshmark too. I buy all my basics from there. And it's like, why not? It's good quality Mm -hmm. and people are looking for it. I don't want to go find it in a thrift store for myself because it takes time. So just things to consider and think about when you're shopping. Yeah. This next one is interesting because it kind of goes to the other other end of the spectrum and it's touchable textures is what they're Mm -hmm. labeling it. So think of like, Remember, this was like, was this last year or the year before, Jen? The rosettes. Was that two years ago? Oh, yeah. I think that was like two years ago. But yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. think about that rosette texture, but like in a velvet or in a sheen. And it's kind of like all over and you just want to touch it. You know how there's those pieces that you see people wearing? You're like, can I just touch what you have on? Because it looks fun. Mm-hmm. This is a fun. This is fun. Touchable, touchable textures are fun. Um, they're not necessarily loud, but they're 
they're definitely more adventurous compared to the basics that we just talked about. Yeah, definitely. So like we said, not necessarily print wise, but it could just be like a jacket that literally looks like, like a velvet couch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically. It has basically. Like protein and pleating yep. and like lots of different types of elements and design to it that make the person want to be like, I want to touch that. I want to feel that, you know, mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot, a big thing in like sparkly, like skirts too, are coming yep. back in too, are really big. Um, and it's not just like a fabric that's sparkly. It's like literally like dangling, the layers. Chandelier, like you said, layers, like that mm-hmm. whole kind of like, kind of a little bit like that mermaid sequence that we saw a lot in the summertime. We're seeing a lot that now here where it's like, now is really a great time too, where you can use this touchable textures too and buying really um, glitzy, glamorous sweaters, for example. Yep. People are on the hunt for those because this is the season where people love to wear, I know I do, I love mm-hmm. to wear like a shiny gold sweater during the holidays because it's just like a pop of fun. And it's and it's a way for somebody to do the trend without going too, too crazy too. Right. Mm-hmm. This next one is so me and Jen. It is. It's everywhere. I feel like it's here to stay for quite a while, to be honest with you. I've only seen it gain traction, if anything else. Um, And that's luxe comfort, whether you call it luxe comfort, quiet luxury, whatever that you want to call it. Um, But it's, it's part, it's like circles into that whole quiet luxury feel, but it's about like looking effortless when you're comfortable. Like, honestly, pajama sets, like cashmere sets, like just like matching sweater and matching pants. I don't care if it's from like American Eagle and you find like, get it, get it. People Mm -hmm. are on the lookout and that's going to be an absolutely great gift to give somebody because people are going to be looking for that type of stuff. It's not just like about like the printed pajamas (laughs) anymore. It's like looking really fancy and effortless um, when you're just kind of chilling in your house. I think of Everlane with their lounge pieces because a lot of them are cashmere, cashmere pants, cashmere sweaters. I think of Jenny Kane with their more loungy pieces. Like if you want to get a feel for what Lux Comfort is, go to those two brands. And I think they do a really good job of being minimalistic, but also having pieces of great quality that you can lounge in or you could mix with more business casual pieces as well. So yeah, Yeah. again, quiet luxury, minimalism. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dark florals. Yeah. I think, I feel like this always exists in the winter time, but now it's kind of coming to the forefront. I think dark florals are beautiful. Having those jewel tones. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see this in velvets. You're going to see it uh, in, I would say, even just regular tool type material. You're going to see this with a lot of emerald greens, a lot of ruby reds. Um, and the florals are going to be bold but they're not going to be overpowering. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I can see a dress in my mind of like Mm -hmm. just a beautiful Christmas dress, basically. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's black or maybe it's a dark emerald and it just has these really pretty applique um, or beaded flowers Mm -hmm. all over it. And it goes all the way down to the bottom. It's classy. It's not like when we've talked about bold florals and they're kind of all over the place. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It has a an air of sophistication yes. to it, you know, and it's definitely something that is a fun piece for people to wear um, during the winter 
winter season. It's like almost a way to like incorporate some pops of color into yeah. your wardrobe. I know for me personally, I love wearing dark florals with like usually like a dark lip or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know what I mean? And like, cause I, I feel like the fabrics are all heavy and rich yep. and luxe. So um, definitely keep a lookout on like dark floral jackets, dresses, yeah. skirts, uh, lean towards more of the dressier pieces is kind mm-hmm. of where more of this lives. I don't really see it as like dressy jeans or something, you know what I mean? No. Like, like really kind of, or even pants more just like um, flirty, like like fun flowy pieces is kind of where you want to look and see this but always I think a favorite but it's definitely something that um will transcend even past the holiday season so definitely January February people love to wear this type of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) this one I love that they titled it this way expensive looking coats it's basically cashmere and wool trench wrap coats that's that's basically like the best way for me to describe it so this is where you can make a lot of money. 100%. I need everybody to go out and start looking for expensive coats. Do not look at the brand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now. There are so many coats out there right now that are in the three, four, $500 that are up to 30% polyester. Like they're just garbage out Mm -hmm. there. And if anybody who has lived in a cold, and I'm talking real cold, not California, (laughs) real cold. Wisconsin, you know, like those kind of places. Yeah. Like, you know, polyester does not keep you warm. It does not keep you warm. Like I'm allergic to wool and I still wear wool because it's the only thing that keeps me warm. (laughs) Let's put it that way. You know, because I've tried polyester. It does not, it does not work. So people are on the hunt for well-constructed, good coats and a lot of what's out there that's new right now is not it so you need to be going in there and looking for vintage coats making sure that like what Daniela says that they have the alpaca cashmere wool you know all these types of blends you know in there and and how and do they have like detachable faux fur collars Mm -hmm. do they have like a lot of pleating buttons like exaggerated shoulders People want that whole look. And I really think there's a lot of money to be made oh, yeah. in coats here. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a vintage seller, this yeah. is where you should be leaning in on when it comes to wintertime. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in New England, we wouldn't go for a trench in the winter, like a cashmere or wool trench, because generally we're going for a puffy jackets because it's cold. But somewhere where it only gets to the 60s or 50s at night or even 40s, like, in the southern states, they're gonna want that. They're not gonna want the big bulky. You know, there's there's just there's a time and a place. Yeah, but also in New England, I would say like people go out. People this dress is true. Up. If you're going out to dinner, this is right? true. Right. If you're going out to dinner and you're wearing a dress, a lot of times, like sometimes I know for me, I, I didn't want to wear like my everyday casual coat when I dressed yeah. up really nice. Every once, I would want to wear a really nice coat. Or if we'd go into the city or something, mm. and I'd want to just elevate my look a little bit as yeah. opposed to looking so casual throughout the day. Every New England girl and every New England guy has their yes. puffy coats, their casual coats, and they have at least, mm-hmm. I would say, two to three fancy mm-hmm. coats. You got mm-hmm. your black coat, your caramel coat, like, yes. or a white coat yes. or something. And yes. then your third one that's like your fun, jazzy one that could be like mm-hmm. a red one or a plaid. I have a purple one. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
So that's, I think that's a market that a lot of us can hit no matter what, like no matter what era you're selling, modern, vintage, it doesn't matter. Um, This next one, we talked about it last season two and it's business casual. And that's basically bringing back the slacks, the trouser pants, the blazers. I mean, these things weren't cool a few years back. And as of, it started last year and it's really transitioned to this year. This is what you should be wearing day in and day out is business casual. Yeah. I mean, people are going back to work. It's just, it Mm -hmm. is what it is. You know, a lot of companies have adopted hybrid um, or not at all. And people have had to go back and people want new things. And so it's definitely a big category again, as opposed to the last like two or three years, it, it really wasn't, but it's definitely something I know I spend a lot of time looking for that. And people, um, you know, be really mindful too. Like if you're at the bins or you can get, like, if you find like a new tag and Taylor or banana Republic or J you know, crew. House black market J crew or something at a decent price, it's like a nice blazer, a substantial pants, a really nice button up shirt. Highly recommend looking into this because people know the styles and they want them in different colors. Like I know exactly what kind of blazer I like from Banana Republic. And I know mm-hmm. what kind of blazer I like from J. Crew. I'm not gonna buy that one. I'll have maybe one from J. Crew, you know what I mean? But right, like I right, will right. buy like three or four that I might need. I'll look for them secondhand. Right. I also think that with this, and this goes into other things to talk about too, the Lux Comfort, the basics. Um, with business casual, this has been so heavily because of social media influenced by the Europeans and how Europeans dress. It's really starting to transition into the way Americans want to like emulate that style. I feel Mm -hmm. like so many Americans are trying to mimic what the French, the Italian, the British do. They're dressed, they dress this way every day this is normal to them when they see the way that we dress they are like flabbergasted they're like what i'm sorry you're wearing leggings what what even is a legging (laughs) like that's just not how they dress there right so um i do think that social media has played a big part in the rise of all of this yeah absolutely absolutely and that goes on to the next one is jackets so of course we're going to talk about jackets so we've talked about expensive looking coats now we're talking about jackets and I am so shocked that this is back. I can't in style. believe this one. It's the cropped jacket. I remember having these. Um, like we said, it's definitely not the most practical thing, but right place, right time, right weather. The cropped jacket really can be a great statement piece over the winter. Think of like, um, I would say like Cher Horowitz, right? And like Clueless and how she had like the little crop jacket with like the cute pleated skirt, like mm-hmm. that whole kind of look is very big. The crop jacket with like a pair of baggy jeans and a tight top and some heels. That's also very into, but it's definitely something where people just absolutely love this whole new look. I definitely think it's, it's super, super trendy. So I wouldn't put too much stock in yeah. it but if you are gonna go ahead and do it now is obviously the season I would not start stocking up crop jackets in the spring um no. but now would be a good time to do it mm-hmm. yeah this is very um streetwear is what I get from this so we got the bag of jeans and now we've got the crop jacket yeah, and the crop you jacket. can also make it fancy because if you watch shows like selling sunset and all that right like it's based in LA they're wearing crop jackets non-stop with the mini skirt and all of that so yeah. can be done multiple ways um goth is a thing again yeah. um, I, I feel like this comes and goes but this is more of like rick owens so if you don't know rick owens definitely do a google search get an idea 
of what that style is. It's definitely unisex, number one. It's baggy, it's big, it's weird, it's black. <laughs> like there's no other shade, it's just black. Um, sometimes you can't tell where it starts and where it ends and where the midpoint is. It, it all kind of layers together. I feel like this is a different goth than when we were younger. Um, it's almost like a, I don't know, a, a more sophisticated way of looking at it, I guess. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah, it's edgy. Mm -hmm. But I think this will be a trend. I don't, I don't foresee this. La I don't see this going into spring. I think this is just a winter thing that's that's going to happen. That. Yeah. Uh, obviously, same thing with the next one. So, um, Sherlene or Sherlene, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. So, uh, again, this is very classy style. It's always going to be on trend. So, oh, yeah, always be always be picking it up. Honestly, you know, it, it's just a great coat. It's just a way to like elevate your style and look and everything. So many brands out there do it. I just, I don't care what the brand is. I think you should be definitely picking it up because people are always looking for that. It's just like a fun piece to throw into your wardrobe, especially at this time of year. One thing I didn't add in here, um, but I think we're going to see, and it may not be as prevalent as those other things, but the, the faux fur, or if you're okay with wearing re real fur coats, like very mob wife style, I do think that's going to be a thing. That's, that's getting big again. That's, yes. that is interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. So. Yeah, it's also a very controversial topic. So we'll just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. we're, shoes. This is this shoes is easy because a lot of these have already been discussed in the past. So yes. chunky trainers, they're still in the new balances. We've talked about this over and over again this year. They're really just not going anywhere. Nope, nope, not at all. I have not seen these things slow down, honestly. So, no. um, you know, always a great thing to pick up. Another thing is oversized thigh highs, which is so strange to me. I've always liked the really like, like um, tailored thigh highs. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really stick to your leg. Um, but that's not as big anymore. Like, but I will not be getting rid of my Stuart Wiseman 50-50 boot, no way. <laughs> no, those are classics. <laughs> those are classics. So, but yes, I've seen a lot of this. I've seen people wearing this underneath skirts, you know, um, whether it's like casual skirts or dressy skirts. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I would definitely say if you're seeing any thigh high boots in general or are having a moment, um, definitely take a look at them. When we're, when you think about oversized, like you got to think it's like slouchy, right? And like crunch mm -hmm. stuff. And so, mm -hmm. um, and it has like definition and everything within that boot. Really kind of like a, um, like a rock and roll kind of style. Yes, you know? that's the perfect way to describe it yeah. is rock and roll. Cause that's what I think of. That's exactly what I think of. Yeah. Um, squared toe shoes, mm -hmm. but I will say pointed toe shoes as well. It's both of them, but it's interesting that we're seeing a squared toed shoe in winter, which is why we wanted to highlight it. Yeah. It's generally not a winter shoe, square toe. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You but, know, um, square toe is having a huge moment. Pointed is also coming back in. What is definitely out is almond toe or round yes. toe. That is definitely something that I am not seeing. It's very dating. It's very dated in the look. So mm -hmm. if you do find, I don't know, some cool vintage nine West or some Vega Spigas or something like that, you know what I mean? In a cool square toe or something, definitely take a look and pick those up because people are looking for like, they're looking for like a unique silhouette to yeah. the shoe. 
that's the thing. I think for a long time we stuck with like the the classic Chelsea brute or like, you know what I mean? Just like um mm-hmm. a, just a quick pull-on kind of boot or something. Like it was um or little booties, you know, yep. like the little booties yep. with the tiny little ankle um yep. heel and everything. Now it's like people want their shoes to be sculptural. And we've talked about this before yes. about how the sculptural shoe. So it's almost like this is the take on a sculptural shoe. And the thing with like square toed shoes square toed boots look really nice they do. and are super sophisticated. So um, you can find a lot of those in the thrift stores for square toed boots. I know my favorite square toed boots are Vegas Vegas that I've had that are mm. vintage. I've had them for a couple of years now that I got them at the thrift store too. I absolutely love them because it instantly make me feel like it is more of an elevated boot as opposed to like an everyday boot. Right. Right. And I think you could say the same about pointed toe. I think the variation in point and square kind of do the same thing. I think a lot of it varies on what you feel the most comfortable in, I guess. Like for me, pointed toe, my foot doesn't like that. A square toe though, it can handle that way more than a pointed toe. Yeah. I I, I don't, I would prefer that as well. I would prefer that as well. Although I love an almond toe, but I won't wear almond toes. Yeah. Same. I haven't (laughs) worn almond toe and I can't tell you how long. Yeah. before we get to colors and patterns, I want to just do some honorable mentions. So you're going to see cowhide and leather, but that's kind yeah. of like a given, right? Yeah. It's winter. You're going to see studs. That kind of goes with the whole goth thing that we talked about. Um, maxi dresses and skirts that graze the floor. We talked about this in fall. Um, I, I think we talked about it briefly last year as well. So maxi's in. Maxi is is back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wraps and capes that kind of goes without saying for this time of year this next one though pointed collars on a button up this one's big this yeah. one's huge um it literally comes to a point and they're big and they're exaggerated but it defines your shoulders in yeah. like the best way i absolutely love them i love them yes yeah. Yeah. um dresses and skirts with lots of volume and tool this kind of goes to that whole ballerina barbie type feel but also it's the holiday season it is the so holidays and they look fun. great they look yes. great exactly um tights and hosiery i'm happy yes. about this next one tights and hosiery yeah. i love tights and hosiery i don't care if they're in style out style i love wearing especially obviously in the winter time because i love wearing dresses in the winter i think it just like gives you such a like a cute elevated easy look you yes. know um, but yeah, that is very, very much in again right now, which it yes. hasn't been for a while. I know. I feel like they made a little bit of a moment last year when we talked about winter, but like there's mm-hmm. a heavy focus on this. If you look at runway photos, there's all different color tights all over the place. Um, and then enormous puffer coats. They're like, they're impractical. This came out last year and it's here again, but I just don't think it's as big of a deal unless you're buying a luxe piece or a runway piece, I just don't see this being what the traditional buyer is going to get. I, yeah. I don't like it at all. I literally just saw Zoe Zaldana in like the oh, yeah. where she was it's wearing huge, that huge rubber coat. And I just, t- I told my husband, I was like, she looks like that. The, the marshmallow. The marshmallow. From, yes. From uh, Ghostbusters. Yes. I was like, and she's super skinny. <laughs> yes. I'm but, like, she, it does not look flat. It did not look no, flattering on her. I'm no, sorry. I know this, no, but this is definitely not. very in. Hey, if you're into that, that's cool. Um, I personally don't like it. I'd rather wear my fitted puffer. <laughs> I just don't see how it's practical. How are you sitting down? I don't, I don't know. Like she, it looks like you can't even move around. You're like that kid from the Christmas story that can't put his arms down. You know? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so colors. We've got butter, which is a really pretty light yellow, which we usually see in spring. 
we're seeing in the winter. So that's interesting. Um, red, red, aka saffron. We talked about this in fall. It's transitioning over to winter. That's we kind of anticipated that because red is a big color. Um, and silver, which silver has been the highlight all year round. Yeah, exactly. Per patterns, we have check. So that is almost like the new plaid or something, you know. Mm -hmm. So definitely keep your look, your eyes peeled for a check print. And then of course, just textures in general. Like you want to just find things that have substance really yep. is, is kind of where it's at. So but some fun, fun stuff within patterns. Um, yeah, I would say that obviously winter is my fa favorite patterns. I love all the patterns for winter stuff. Um, jewelry. So we haven't forgotten about jewelry. So a couple of things that we want to mention is fringe earrings. So fringe is very big. We don't really see fringe in the wintertime most of the time. Right. Usually it's pretty buttoned up simple jewelry so yes. and I was think fringe is more boho but it's definitely still big going on with the quiet luxury stuff too we have pearls um mm -hmm. that makes absolute sense on everything that we've seen going along the theme of textured jewelry so like anything textured luxe um I, I would say I've seen a lot of like um sculptural jewelry really mm -hmm. also um so that's a big thing what's that um, style called is it hammered when they hammer the brass yeah and the, yeah that mm -hmm. I would I yeah. would put that in textured yeah no that that's a great one that's a really great one um gemstones um you know obviously when you think of gemstones, holiday time yeah go with more of like the darker like the ruby reds the emeralds yes. you know um sapphires just darker shades in the gemstones and then chunky bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this this next too. category, there, there's a lot. I will go through them quickly. Um, but handbags just really have a heavy focus this winter season. And I guess that makes sense. And we, we kind of mentioned it before. Everything is so basic and minimalistic. You need accessories to liven up the piece. And I think that's what they've done with jewelry and handbags that's kind of where the focus has been so this had already kind of come in this year but the huge oversized carry-all bags that's still that's still a thing they're huge they're extra extra large um you can't miss them they come in all different shapes and sizes <laughs> um it's they're a little obnoxious but it's a little comical I, but yes yeah. it's fun it's fun though it's fun it mm -hmm. is fun so that is still a thing yep and then of course chic metallics and sparkle now is the yeah. time to bring out all of that sparkly fun bags sparkly clutches you know um basically like we said full-on disco ball <laughs> bags mm -hmm. you know anything with like edgy metallics um you know there's obviously there's there are pieces that you can go a little bit less like maybe perhaps like a really nice evening clutch with like some like silver lining or like silver buckles or anything like that or like a slouchy foil too in the shoulder bags you know shoulder bags have gotten really big again um but definitely like your fun metallic thing to something to go fun like go along with your party dress or something you have to think yeah. about it like that now is definitely the time to just like have a lot of fun with your handbag same goes with this next one. They're calling it embellished shiny studs. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same. It's the same concept of metallics and sparkle, but instead it's studded. Mm -hmm. um, I find that you probably would see this more in like a clutch, something that's a little bit smaller. Um, it elevates those kind of maybe moodier pieces that you're wearing. It's definitely mm -hmm. bright. It's fun. You can accessorize it for all of your festivities that you're going to be having over the next few months. And I just think it's, um, 
it's a little more appealing to the eye to see a studded pattern over just a sparkle pattern. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other one, we've seen this one come and go, I would say. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has been that big last year, but it was definitely a couple of years ago, huge. And that's that plush furry textile. So like, um, basically a big fluff ball, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, for, for a bag. It's, it's, it's fun. It's really, really fun. And a lot of designers are kind of coming out with their interpretations on it. Um, whether it has like leather trim on it, suede or something like that to not make it as fuzzy, but these are always really fun bags. I would say like, if you do find some like those Ugg bags too, you know, that kind of whole thing, people are still really gravitating towards that. They love all that kind of stuff for the winter time. Yeah. So, um, like we said, anything plushy, fuzzy, um, Sherpa line, anything like that. That's just got that texture again, you know, really yeah. like in the, in the texture field, um, is definitely something to keep your eyes out. The next one is pops of crimson, but I would add saffron in this as well. And basically it's just a bright red bag to add a pop of color to your outfit. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times in the winter months where we are wearing darker colors, whether it's the jewel tones or black, um, especially if you're going somewhere, right. If it's a, a, a holiday mm -hmm. party or something, generally speaking, you're going to see people more in, in darker shades, um, than lighter shades. So having that pop of color is just a great accessory piece. And it really accentuates the silhouette of the outfit as well. I just like envision a, like a under the arm clutch that's red and bold and beautiful with like a black mm -hmm. long maxi dress at a Christmas yeah. party. Like that's what I think of. That sounds great. Um, braided and woven design. So think earthy, unique, braided, woven styles. These are absolutely everywhere. I think we mostly think Boho. of these kind of towards the summer, yeah. you know, which is kind of interesting that it's trickling into, into winter fashion because we don't generally ever really talk about so much about boho fashion right. in winter time. So for this one, you know, it, it's it's fun, but it's also done... Um, with more neutral colors and neutral mm -hmm. shapes so don't really think of anything in like lime green or like you know like really big bold yeah, no. pops of colors or anything like that so um it's definitely something that I think you could have a lot of fun with um think of like the shapes as being more sculptural as well so like triangles or like different types of um circle bags or like bucket bag you know what I mean just like mm -hmm. a very clean kind of silhouette and style um and the thing about like these braided and woven designs is that they're really great because you can wear them at night or throughout yep. the day or something. So um, it has a lot of versatility. The next one is a state statement daytime clutch. So this kind of goes with what we were saying before, but now we're talking about ones you can wear during the day. Some of these can be a little more low key. It could be like a slim little envelope style mm -hmm. that you can just neatly tuck under your arm or hold in your hand. But it can go as extreme as like the big extra <laughs> the big large ones. clutches, right? That maybe are shaped a certain way. Maybe they represent a basketball. I don't know, something ridiculous, right? Um, so it's kind of a little bit of both, but it's something that you can easily hold, hug, kind of keep close to you. Um, and again, it's another way to elevate maybe a basic outfit that you have on, given mm -hmm. that more quiet luxury look, but then also have something fun off to the side. Yeah, absolutely. Now is the time of the clutches for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so Lux Croc effect, right? So we all know crocodile textured bags are very expensive, first of all, 
but um or a real crocodile obviously yeah. but like people are really digging the whole crocodile silhouette we haven't seen this actually in quite a long some time. time um if, if anything i'm like surprised we've seen more snake being bigger um and i really like the crocodile texture handbags that definitely falls into that whole quiet luxury like mm-hmm. classic silhouette mm-hmm. style because you think of like a brahmin bag or something for example what, that's the first thing that comes to my mind right brahmin. exactly so you have to think of like so if you don't know what this looks like just look up brahmin um you know and then of course like looking at that like really rich colorful shades you know is is kind of where we're looking now when i mean rich colorful, i i mean like more like dual tones like like mm-hmm. nothing too bright or too crazy because crocodile can be very heavy um so you really want to um it doesn't look great when you elevate it, like when you try to like make it fun and whimsy, if that right. makes sense. I've seen Especially more- when you're wearing more of that quiet luxury look. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. And then of course, but then of course you can see it in, in, in neutral tones. So like yeah. white, beige, black, that kind of thing. Um, but this is just a new take on animal print, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a take that we haven't seen in a while. Um, I could see that the thrift stores potentially could have quite a bit of this because it has not been a big trend for a while. So definitely keep your eyes out for anything that has like an embossed, it's basically embossed crocodile yeah. kind of look and feel. If you find a real crocodile handbag though, you need to do research that's on that. Wild. That's wild. And that's a lot, a lot of money that you could. You I could believe. Especially. Do not quote me, but I believe certain states do not allow you to I'm sure. buy, sell crocodile and then send to another state. So do your research. Surprised. I would not be surprised. Because Python, I know, is illegal in California. You guys can't buy, sell Python there. But I know that there's some states about crocodile as well. So you, do your yeah. research when you find it. I think it's like the um, fishing and game or something like that website. Yeah. You can, you can see all that stuff yeah like you can't have ferrets here i don't know so <laughs> interesting yeah interesting yeah. um okay this one was fascinating to me but i but i can understand why it's coming back and that's the top handle bag um this is very vintage this is very timeless it's very like 1930s 1940s even 1950s um it's structured mm-hmm. top handle bags are always structured um i just it's very proper. I just have like no other way to explain it, but it fits the quiet luxury look, but it can also fit a fancy dress that you want to wear at night Absolutely. to a party or just to dinner. Like maybe you're not a clutch person. Um, this could be like your alternative to the clutch. If you wanted to have like a really nice little top handle bag that you can just like slide on your forearm and just like mm-hmm. wear it like off to the side or something, you know, um, that looks really nice. But that is absolutely huge. And and generally when we talk about like the top handle bags too, they're generally not gigantic either. No, they're tiny. They're like either small, pretty small, or they're medium size. No more mm-hmm. than medium size is kind of the direction that you want to go in. I'm not seeing like oversized top handle bags as being no. the thing. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for that because I've seen a lot of interpretations from a lot of designers doing the top handle bag. Like that is very big. And it's, I think that could potentially become an it bag at some point. Yeah, soon. I can mm-hmm. see this transitioning to spring and summer. Absolutely. No problem. And if you're a vintage seller, here's another category that you really need to focus in because how many vintage top handle bags do we see in a thrift store? Yeah, so many. So many. And last but not least is the slouchy look. So this was definitely something from um, that we saw in um, Y2K fashion. So that whole minimalist appearance. Um, it's just one of the biggest trends that we're seeing here is the slouchy bag. 
Yeah. Slouchy. Everything. Everything is slouchy. And, but I mean, I think we have a good mix coming into this winter season. I think you've got simple basics. I think you've got some fun ones and yeah, I I think this is, um, I think it's going to be fun to see how this all transitions into the spring months. And yeah, that's, that's all we have for um, winter that, trends. That <laughs> is, that is, it's everything that we have. So we hope you guys really enjoyed all of this. We know we're excited for the fall, for the um, winter season and everything that we get to wear. So hopefully you guys find this helpful. Thanks yes. everyone. Thanks everyone. If you're a part of the Patreon group, stay tuned. We're going to have the magazine coming out and and uh, there'll be some other trends and styles in there for you guys to see. We're going to have a bonus episode coming out within the next week or so um, with a guest. And we're going to go over the trending um, styles within brands that we're seeing right now. And uh, yeah, so lots of fashion related things going on in the month of December in the Patreon group, as well as what business is going to look like in 2024, which we've also discussed here with all of you. So uh, we hope you guys have a great week and we will chat soon. Bye.